Ballpark Beef, what's cracking? We're back at it again with another episode in the offseason. We got our boy GM John coming at you live today. He's going to tell you about the Yanks, Cards, Mets, a little offseason planning. We got some NFL updates as well, a little, little uh, fantasy football corner. We're going to hit you right after this music runs, so run that shit. Guys, 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 welcome back to another episode of Ballpark Beef. It's a very exciting episode today. I will be becoming the GM of the Yankees, the Mets, and the Cardinals all in one. Um, I'm going to be going over a lot of stuff regarding offseason additions, subtractions, whatever. And uh, yeah, we'll get to that right after we do our uh, weekly checkup on our friends. Because, you know, you always got to check up on your friends. You never know what they're going through. So make sure, mental note, always check up on your friends. Nick, how you doing? How you doing, Jonathan? How was your weekend? You asking me? Oh, That's I'm called deflecting. <laughs> Why are you deflecting? <laughs> because I'm going to ask how your weekend is first, and I'm going to tell you how mine was. Honestly, my weekend was pretty good. The Dolphins got a dub. Good and frustrating at the same time. Dolphins got a dub, and you, you guys know the other stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, uh, we did some wedding stuff last night. That was fun. Went to our tasting of the, uh, the stations, whatever. Uh, yeah, the, the the stations. It's all right, bro. We know we know you're not playing in any hour. event. We know we know you're completely hour. hands off. We know we know your fiance is playing on everything. You don't He's have just to show there it so to he us. doesn't get fined. I, I'm you're there for there. moral support. <laughs> like Marshawn Lynch, you're like, yeah, yeah, baby, that tastes good. Yeah, baby, yeah, that yeah. sucks too. I agree. Yeah. You're just yeah. yes, man. But that was good. Um, and we, you know, we we went over some other things, but yeah, it's exciting stuff. Um, besides that. Decent week, I'd say. Decent, like yeah, six I mean, out of ten. It was just another normal week, you know. Yeah. Nothing. You much have a lot of normal right weeks, now. Huh? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing much going on. Just, You're just a normal a, guy. Looking for a job, going bowling twice a week, and that's about it. Twice, like six. Uh, twice. You leave my house like every other day. Oh, going bowling. Oh, got a match. Wait, uh, wait, wait. What's was... he doing at your house? On Sunday, watching football. Oh, okay, okay. Dude that left was, at six uh, thirty. Oh, I gotta that go. That was I gotta once ball. out of the whole year. I gotta go so, ball. You can relax. You got a call, got excited as hell. It's like, one sec, one sec, I gotta go upstairs. Right, I gotta go ball at 6.30. Where's the food? Like, damn, bro. Fucking rub me off first or something. Coach is putting him in. Gotta go bowl. <laughs> Sorry, I'd do the same thing. How was your, How was your week, Jimmy? My week was fantastic. You can't have a bad week, man. You're, you're alive, you're well, you're young. It's just a it's just a good week. A little philosophical on you. I'll stop that right now. No need for all that. Um, but yeah, no, life's good. I'm excited to see you guys. Uh, I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Excited to give thanks with my family. Um, and I'm excited for a little bit of football on Friday. First Good Friday game, 3 p.m. Watch the Dolphins. Fins up, baby. Oh, fins up, baby. I'm Tommy DeVito, Dolphins how you fan. doing? I don't know how you doing, paisano. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jimmy's gonna be watching uh, the first ever Black Friday game with us, so we'll have a, a fun little talk about that next week. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. Jimmy watching some football with us, throw back some Surfsides. Nick gonna crack Surf. open some some Ronas. Could be uh, a great Nick's time. Gonna surf- Nick's gonna drink Surfsides with us if it's the last thing I make him do. Nick drinks two things and two things only, Jimmy. 
Apple I actually drank three things. Four things. Oh, oh four now. Wow. <laughs> red berry? No, red yeah, berry? that's definitely not on the list. He, he really <laughs> has broadened her, his horizon. What, what is I this? drink more than that. It's just I prefer the other ones. Michelob? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Corona? Mm-hmm. Apple Ciroc? Yep. And one more beer. One more starts beer? With, starts with an M. Modelo? No. No. Like, we said Michelob. Miller Lite. Miller Lite? Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you this drinking guy. Miller Lite for? Piss water. Realize, I hang out with a lot of old people at the bowling alley. Yeah, I'm but blended. dude, Miller Lite? So it's be than, like us and have... Better than Bud Light. Be like yeah, us but... and have Surfsides. Be young. Oh, yeah. I'm going to order a Surfside at a bar in a bowling alley. Why not? Because they don't have them. What about a Nooner? <laughs> at a the nooner? bar? No. Little they don't have those ball? either. What about like a, a Modelo they don't, they don't or a sell seltzers? Okay, what uh, to me there's no difference between Modelo and Corona. No, stop it. Yeah, like that's cap. Modelo Modelo's got a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a spice, a little bit of a richer flavor. Yes. I, I'm listen. I'm gonna down Coronas until I die. So get used to it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> we know, Pop. We know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. If we uh if we go where we're supposed to go for uh, Jonathan's bachelor party, you're not gonna be able to get Corona. Uh, uh listen, I'll find something else to drink. I could drink more. I just prefer not okay. to. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna lie at all. <laughs> don't ask. The, the don't price ask does for matter. An American beer. <laughs> the price don't does a, matter. Don't ask price. for an American beer because yeah, you, won't you get, get four stir sides for like twenty dollars. You can get a pack of Coronas for twelve uh twenty dollars. Yeah, but, yeah, but you good. get ripped up. You get ripped up on surf sides. Those things yeah, but go down like want, water. I'm just gonna keep wanting more. If I have more you, drinks with less alcohol in it, then I'll last longer. You kind of got to, <laughs> you know, slow yourself down, pal. Nah, but you got to chug them like the water. That's how you say Another it. round going down like water. <laughs> uh, is it Long GM ago? time? All I think night it's longer. GM time. Is it GM time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. talk right, about guys. some people who probably don't drink as much Coronas as I do. Uh, I'm sure they do. Off season, absolutely. They're yearly. probably throwing yearly. GMs are getting slizzy in the GM meetings, one hundred percent. Come on, they got their dirty, extra dirty martinis or like a uh, April spritz. Come on, stop. They're grown men still. They're grown men. They're they're pounding. They're pounding JMO and Coke, Dak yeah. and Cokes. Come on. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, hello everyone. I'm GM Jonathan Wagner. I'll be taking control of all of our favorite teams today and planning our off-seasons. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Cardinals, because the Cardinals are usually the most boring team. Uh, they did make, already make a signing of Lance Lynn, one-year 10 mil, which is good because they needed starting pitching. So um, They got another there one. There was another it? signing. Yeah. Did I miss it? Yes. You did? Was... Who was it? Kyle Gibson. Okay, yeah, that's right. Gibson, I forgot. Okay, so that's two rotation pieces. Uh, so now it's Michaelis, Gibson, and Lynn. Okay, uh, um, I, I still think that's a very mediocre uh, starting rotation. Very, like, I would say that's bottom 20 starting rotation. You are not wrong. Bottom, bottom 20? That means yeah. outside top 10. That's 100% outside the top 10. They're, okay, he, they're he outside the top 10. 20, I'm sorry. He oh, okay, okay. Bottom, bottom, bottom 10. Bottom 10. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, okay, so I, I have... Three, two position players I chose to sign to the Cardinals. 
and two starting pitchers. Okay. Uh, first position. Huh? On top of what they already got. Exactly. Because yeah. they, they, so currently they have an active payroll of $121.5 million. That's pretty low. Pretty low. Um, so the players I chose to sign was Jorge Soler. Around 14 mil AAV, one to two years. Uh, they need they need some kind of power at the DH. Like um, they don't have that power DH guy. Uh, depending on what they do with Goldie and you know Luke and Baker at first base, um, I have trade Goldie in question mark because who knows? They could do it, get value for him, move up Luke and Baker, have him play first base, or maybe even talk about a Jordan Walker first base. You know he's a big guy. He he does have a plus plus club though. That's the issue. Uh, but yeah, so I had Solaire as the first signing, round fourteen mil. Can I, can I interrupt? Yeah, I think he's going to get an additional year. I think he's going to get three years. I think he's going to be closer to forty-five to forty-eight mil for the for the total life of the contract. I think he's going to get a little bit better of a deal. Uh-huh. Um, Jorge Solaire offers pop in the middle of the order. He exactly. Had a good year, and I think he's going to get paid because back end of the rotation pieces are being between 10 and 12 mil. Like that's, that's a lot. Yeah. So I think Stellar gets a little bit more, but that's true. Okay. Uh, my next player was a utility player. I don't. So the Cardinals have like a lot of utility players and I don't think, I think some may be traded like maybe like a Brendan Donovan, um, maybe like a um, Nolan Gorman, a Tommy, like one of those guys I think will be moved this off season. And I think this utility guy has great value. I love him. He was once a Yankee, and that's uh, Giovanni Urshela. Um, I think he'd be a great signing for the Cardinals. He hits for average, plays third short very well. Um, so, you know, he could be a platoon with, you know, either Edmund or Wynn, Arenado, whoever's there. Um, but I would think he'd be maybe eight mil range, one-year deal um, around there. That makes the most sense to me. Um, so the starting lineup, how I have it right now, um, is catcher Contreras, Goldie, which is a question mark. I still think they may pursue trades with him. I don't know. We'll see because it, it feels like this is a, a Cardinals rebuild year, um, but we'll see. Um, second base, I have Gorman. Third base, I have Arenado. Shortstop is Edmund. Um, left field is Tyler O'Neill. Center field is Newt Bar. Right field is Jordan Walker. And then DH, um, I would have Soler. Uh, I think Brendan Donovan is the one who gets traded. Um, a lot of teams have been in on him. Um, and honestly, the Cardinals lineup isn't bad. I, I don't think that's their issue. Uh, they got pop and they their have contact. starting pitching. And that's why I chose, chose to sign, chose, decided to sign these two guys. Um, one was Monty. I think they, they bring him back. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, somewhere around maybe 18 and a half million AAV, maybe a little low. But I don't think that's bad for Montgomery. Three to four year deal. Um, and then one other starting pitcher, Eduardo Rodriguez. So you get a lefty, righty. Um, I would like Eduardo Rodriguez would be the great addition. He's 30 years old. Maybe like a five to six year deal. 21, 22 AAV. Um, I don't think he's, he's ace AAV worthy. Um, but he definitely is worth over 20 mil. Um, so starting rotation I have as um, Rodriguez, Monty, Michaelis, Gibson, and Lynn. So that's my that's my uh, Cardinals offseason. What are your guys' thoughts? Nick, are you going first? 
I mean, like you said, the, I I personally love the uh, the lineup. I think uh, the lineup is solid. Um, a lot of our big thing last year was our our defense was very poor compared to recent years. Um, but they had more offense last year, and I, I like that. Um, I feel like the Cardinals are in like a situation where they can't really or don't want to go for like a big name pitcher. So even if they have a good lineup that you know averages five six runs a game, the only way that they're gonna have a good year is if they go for that mid to late kind of player and they just have a breakout year like they're not going to go they're not going to get an ace like you said I mean you look at Montgomery he did well last year but I think he would be like a three starter on half the teams in the league that's just my biggest concern yeah I mean um I think those are good pitching additions it sounds like an expensive staff though like that would be. I mean, a, I mean, they do. They do have the room, but I mean, you're yeah. so we're at like twenty to twenty-two for Eduardo Rodriguez. We're at like yeah. eighteen for Montgomery. Yeah. We're at like fifteen, probably for um. Oh no, sorry, ten and twelve. Yeah, yeah, they're paying for their starting rotation. Um, but I think but, that's an improvement from last year. Yeah, and and my thing is, I went through the farm system for starting pitching. Outside of like Tink Hence, it's very thin. Uh, so I think like. Maybe these guys on shorter term deals, like a Lance Lynn and a Gibson, they're just like fillers, right? So if you add Montgomery and Rodriguez, now when you have, you know, Tink Hens is ready because Tink Hens is going to be a stud. And then you have another pitcher ready. You have like Michaelis, he's, he's a serviceable starting pitcher. He's going to give you, you know, almost a full year of pitching. And he's, he's going to pitch to like a, a high three maybe a four ERA, but still, you know, he's going to pitch. He's going to be there. Um, uh, Montgomery, he's he's done well in the Cardinals, so why not bring him back? Um, Rodriguez, he's he's done great. He had a resurgence this year with the Tigers, um, so I could see him coming, you know, and helping out there. And I, I think this boosts your, your starting rotation. Yeah, I just think so we're in a makes... situation where sorry, we're in a situation where every few years we're gonna just have to keep getting new starting pitchers. And I'm not really a fan of that. Yeah, I mean you have to develop the talent though, right? So that's four that would be four starting pitchers signed to the Cardinals. You know, yeah. two already signed, and then the two two pretty decent sized fish, if you ask me, right? Like yeah. those are two and three starters on most yeah. most clubs. Yeah. Um also signing with the Cardinals. So no, that be. I think that's a positive off season. I think that that team wins probably in the low, uh, or the high eighties. They probably win in the high eighties as far as games go, and uh, you know may sneak out that week NL Central. So we'll have to see. That's a pretty. That's a pretty good off season in my opinion. If those, if those trades happen, I'll take the over. Yeah. High eighties. You think higher than 88, 89 wins? I'm gonna give them ninety two and a half. Like I said, man. Wow. I I think if the Cardinals have a good rotation, they can compete. I like their lineup. I didn't change literally anything in their line. I didn't add any players to their lineup. Like I think if they, one. yeah, I added Solaire. If if and that could be in and out if Donovan doesn't get moved. Who knows? Because yeah. um, I don't think Solaire is an everyday player. But um, like if they they can stack their starting rotation with the they their active payroll is only one hundred twenty one and a half million dollars currently. This is for before arbitration. So obviously it's going to go up a little bit, um, but if they can add those two starting pitchers for forty million dollars, that would put them at one sixty one, and arbitration is not going to make you go past two hundred million. I still think, I I think it'll be a good team. 
That was my thought process. Well, let's hope it happens. Yeah. All right. I like it. Like I said, that's a good offseason for the Cardinals. That's a high 80s win total. That's uh, an NL Central berth in the wild card hunt. That's probably what you're looking for at this moment. So I like it. All right. GM, for- GM John, one for one. Here we go with the Mets. I'll give him an A for that one. Here we go. An with the A? Mets. Yeah. All right. What's your don't, don't grade? This, what's your grade? Oh, you go, what's your grade? We got to go solid B. Room for improvement. Let's see if you can right. prove me wrong and give me an A for the Mets. You're not going to like it, but this is my <laughs> I thought you weren't going to cap. No, I'm, I'm not capping. This is my honest opinion. No, so let me, let me preface this. So the 2024 season for the Mets could go one of two ways. It could be the rebuilding year that they've hinted at, or it could be a, a retool. It could be uh, we're going to compete in 2024. We'll have to see what GM John picks, though. So let, let's find out. Okay, so I went with... A retool slash uh, rebuild. Um, most of the lineup is the same. I added a left fielder, or I added an extra outfield, two outfielders slash one DH. So my two free agent signings, one was Teoscar Hernandez. Um, I think you need help with Starling Marte. And also um, DJ Stewart can't be your starting left fielder. Sorry. Uh, I like Starling. Um, sorry, I like Teoscar Hernandez a lot. He can hit for average. He can hit for power, and I think he's a very good fielder. Um, so I have him about 16 million AV, maybe a little high. Um, two to three year deal. Um, just you know, see what happens. You can always extend him. He's a younger dude. Um, now for my outfield slash DH slash whatever the hell else you want him to be, um, I signed Jock Jock Peterson. Um, Jock Jock Peterson, uh, I think, would be great for the Mets. He'd be a DH. Uh, You've guys been needing a DH so bad. You cannot have another Daniel Vogelbach. Um, Like Nick says, Nick doesn't like homers, but Jock Jock hits fucking homers, okay? And the Mets need homers. Uh, I know they got Alvarez, Pete, and Lindor, but Jock will just add to that. That's a left-hand power bat. Um, So I added Jock. Okay, now... I think the Mets rotation is also not as good as uh, everyone thinks. So I added two rotation pieces. This is the prize here. This is the prize. This is the prize. The Mets will sign Blake Snell. Why? You pair Blake Snell with Sanga, and you also sign Sonny Gray. Okay? Hear me out. Because uh, you picked what's-his-name for your team, you bastard. You Hear me out. Hear me out. Sonny Gray, Sanga, and Blake Snell. Come on, bro. That's a, that's a rotation. That's a rotation. You have the NL Cy Young. Sonny Gray, ever since he left the Yankees, is a Cy Young every year because people actually let him throw what he wants to throw. So your lineup is Alvarez, Pete, McNeil at second, Beatty at third, Lindor at short, left field, um, Hernandez, or um, Jock. Centerfield Nimmo, and then Mart, uh, Marte or Hernandez slash Jock in right field. DH Vientos or Jock. That's what I have. Um, starting that's, pitching. That's, that's a lot of wins. That's a lot I, of wins on I know. that team. For, I know. For a retool, for a retool that's, uh, that's some good tools. And then, Jock, I don't, li- I don't like the Jock signing. Right, do you have okay. more? Sorry. No, no. I, those are my only signings, but 
I'm, okay. I'm, let me finish the starting pitching. So then starting pitching, you'd have Sanga, Snell, Sonny Gray, Quintana, and McGill. I like it. Um, I don't like the jock signing only okay. because you said he hits a homers. He's not a homer bat. He only had one per every 28 ABs last year. He actually played 120 games and only hit like 15 homers. So I don't like jock as much. I like Tiasker a lot. That's a good yeah. sign. Um, for that's not even a fourth outfielder. That's a starting. I don't even yeah. know where he plays to be honest with you. But that's a starting corner outfielder. Nimmo like him. Maybe. Yeah, I, I've seen him play left and big. right. Left and All right. right. So sign me up, Turbo, because we'll have Teoscar in left. We'll have Nimmo in center, and and um, Marte in right with DJ Stewart filling in for you know uh, right-handed pitching. You know, take some some strain off of Marte's legs. We let the kids play. We let. The position battle duke it out at third for you know between Mar- either Vientos or Beatty or yeah. Mauricio even yeah. carry I think we carry them as young bench depth pieces mm-hmm. um, love love the starting pitching signings I think you're a little bit off as far as who the top of our rotation will be but I'll let you get into that in the next segment um, but yeah I, I would take that to the bank I think that's more wins than the Cardinals and you could lock me in for 92 and a half I thought it was pretty good I didn't give them the other pitcher because he's on. He's going to be on a, a different team. <laughs> I know where well, he'll be. If you gave him the other pitcher, wouldn't it be more of a go for it than a rebuild? I would think so. But the other pitcher is... That's long term. Every... Yeah. <laughs> That's long term, baby. You got to go long, long. Yeah. Um, you yeah. Know. I thought it was decent. I, I, didn't, I didn't go too crazy with the Mets because I don't know what the fuck they're going to do this year. I don't... Like, I have no clue what the direction is. So I like added Snell because I was like, all right, you need pitching. And I added Sonny Gray because they're both solid. It fills your, you know, one, two, three, four stacked, right? And then you add Jock, hopefully as a resurgence. And then Teoscar, who who you need another outfielder. And I think Teoscar is a very good outfielder. So that's how I viewed it. You have Mauricio, you have Vientos. Um, so, you know. I give you a B plus only because I also don't like the Jock signing. Okay, that's fair. Jimmy's going to give me like a C plus. No, I'll take A minus on that one. I like it because yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, it, it, like, yeah, man, no, nah, I shouldn't give you an A minus. I should give you a B plus, a little bit better okay. than the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, because you're gonna get the you're gonna get the guy this off season. It seems. So wait I'm a minute. Wait a minute. Me. How are you gonna grade it better if you dislike one of the signings on the Mets, but you didn't dislike anything on the Cardinals? Because I I didn't say I didn't dislike anything on the Cardinals. I just said I, I like the Mets better than the Cardinals. Period. I like I, our position players better. I like your pitching better. No, no. Oh, by the way, the Mets active payroll before ARB is $192 million, just so you guys know. I there's like my lineup better money. than yours. And there's a lot of dead there's money, a, yes. Furlander, there's a lot of dead money. Scherzer. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be an obstacle this year. So yeah. uh, I think your offseason is optimistic. I think yeah. we make... I think we make one big splash and a bunch of small splashes, but yeah. let's uh, let's transition to to the Yanks because I think the big splash that the Mets will eventually sign are are is accounted for in this in this segment. So go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> my Yankees. Uh, this is probably a very very optimistic off season for the New York. Yankees. Are you really doing this? This will be a dream of an off. Like if this happened, right? If this off season happens, you're getting season tickets. I, I I will go to more than ten games. Okay, dude. If if you mention all three of the names that I think you're gonna mention, we're gonna have a problem. I don't know who the third is. I think I have two. 
No, the, oh, no, I don't, I the third's the not going to happen. Okay. The first thing okay. that's going to happen is a trade. It's going to be okay. a trade. Uh, the, the Yankees names. are going to the Yankees are going to be traded for Juan, Juan Soto. Every reporter has literally been saying he's going to be a New York Yankee. He's going to be a New York Yankee. What do we give up? We give up Chase Hampton, our number four prospect, Clark Schmidt, and Everson Pereira, our number three prospect, Juan Soto. We then turn around and extend Soto. Uh, I'm going to do nine years, 350 mil. That was just a random number I threw out. It's going to be more. I just threw that out there. That was a Whoa. random. That was a random number. Try um, again. Try try again. Really, like, it's think probably about it more. Moment. It's probably more. But I, I I just put this together quick. Okay. Uh, next signing. <laughs> uh, should I hype it up or wait till the, I'll wait till the end? Uh, it's gonna be Kevin Kiermeyer. Cheap deal, one year deal, stopgap for um until Dominguez gets back. Um, so we'll have Soto and left, Kiermaier in center, right field to be judge. And the cream of the crop, boys. The starting outfit. pitcher, Yamamoto, will sign with the New York Yankees. Okay. It's going to be... Like. It's going to be... So, Japanese players don't, don't usually get high AAVs coming once they're p- first posted. Uh, so I'm going to say somewhere around $225 million. Um, eight to nine year contract, somewhere around there. He's 25 years old. He's coming from Japan. I think he gets somewhere around there. Okay. Uh, so that's my Yankees offseason. Those are the only additions. Um, so starting pitchers, I have Yamamoto, Cole, Rodon, King, and Cortez. Starting lineup, I have Austin Wells, Rizzo at first, Glaber at second. Third base, I have DJ. Shortstop is Volpe. Left, Soto, Kiermaier until Dominguez comes back. Right field is Judge. And then Stanton and others will put DH. That's my, that's my Yankees offseason. Others. Yeah, whoever the fuck else they get. So Doesn't the one matter. thing that I noticed is you didn't have Shohei in either of the New York teams. He already ex- said who he wanted to go to. Rangers, Red Sox. Those are the teams he was intrigued by. There's the Rangers, Red Sox, and Dodgers. So I just, I left them out. I was like, honestly, as much as I would love Shohei Otani, he's probably not coming to either New York teams, unfortunately. Unless some crazy shit happens and he signs with the Mets, because I, I don't think he's going to sign with the Yankees, especially since we're getting Yamamoto, Japanese. Oh, well, the Mets have Sanga. So I heard that Japanese players don't like playing on the same team as each other. It's like a respect thing. So. It's true, it's true. The only thing is, though, Senga has openly communicated to the Mets front office and has openly communicated to Yamamoto that he wants him as a teammate. So I really think, and the the linking has been there since day one that Yamamoto was supposed to be posted, I think that he becomes a Met. And that's the prized acquisition of the offseason. That'll set up the top of our rotation for years. Senga, Yamamoto, 1-2, baby, let's ride. Like, for real. I don't need Otani. I don't need Jock Peterson. I don't need none of them scrubs. Give me Yamamoto, give me Senga, and give me 95 wins. We're lit. There you go. That I is give Jonathan a, an A. Yeah, that's I, an A uh, for the Yankees. I'd give Cashman yeah. a fucking A. I definitely like the Soto. Um, I really like the Kiermaier. I think he's a solid player to fill in for someone, um, mm-hmm. especially when he has to play center field. Um, he's very good defensively. Not Not big on the bat, but... I think to fill in a gap for someone, especially with the lineup that the Yankees will throw out, um, you're not really too worried about him with his bat. It's more him and his glove. Mm -hmm. 
Kiermaier might be another uh, um, another Mets option too. Like I don't know, maybe maybe Teoscar Hernandez. Everyone that the Mets are gonna go for. No, maybe without Teoscar. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. If if Teoscar gets signed quick to a big deal, no, maybe they pivot pivot to Kiermaier to to fill some defensive because that that's one of Stearns' goals, right? Oh, like hello, we've we've got Stearns as a president of baseball operations. In case we haven't mentioned that. Um, yeah. Best in the business, youngest in the business. He's doing his thing. So, you know, run prevention prevention is one of his big things. How can you call him the best in the business if he hasn't done anything yet? He's one of the best in the business, and you know it. You were the same person talking about Craig Council. What has he done in his life? He's a good manager, man. I don't know which. Does he have a ring? Like, who's your nobody manager? Does he have a ring? No, but I'm just saying, you were right hyping then. up Craig Council and David Stearns, both from the Brewers, and what have they done? Cashman shot himself in the foot with Yamamoto with talking about uh, Stanton the way he did. So They're like, good now. You, they're good now. They're good, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they're, they're good. good now. I heard. I heard Mo- they're good now. Money talks. Money talks. Money we'll does see. talk. Stevie Cohen's got to build uh, Disneyland over there, so who knows? He he's may going to be- build Disneyland, and he's going to get all the freaking <laughs> characters to come play for the Mets. You might need to take out some bank loans soon when uh, it's a little empty over there. You don't need to take out loans when you're spending uh, 30% of your net worth. Be all right. Uh, so, the Padre- sorry, but I saw something, and I don't know if you guys saw it, but I wanted to know if it was true or not. So say Shohei signs with the Dodgers. I saw that the Dodgers are willing to get rid of their whole farm system to trade for Trout and have both of them on their team. That's false. That wasn't true? No, Could no, you... no team in their right ro- right mind is giving up a farm system for trout. I'm just, like, I'm just. That's why I'm asking. That's what I saw, and I thought it would be very crazy to have trout, Shohei, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman on the same team. Yeah, Jesus, it'd be <laughs> also their luxury tax would be fucking insane. <laughs> Talk about like building your own team in MLB The Show. Yeah, just like. Like a Any trades, right yeah, like that's crazy. And, and the crazy thing, Dodgers don't need pitching for like the next five years. They don't need anything but to just show up when it matters. <laughs> well, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest problem. They're they're what everyone wants to be. Them and the Braves are what everyone wants to be. Sustained winners, bringing up talent all the time, and the Astros. I'll put the Astros in there too because their farm system is fantastic too. Just continuously replenishing the majors with top talent. And then, you know, if they're free agents and they go sign elsewhere, then so be it. But like, that's what that's what the goal is. And I think the Mets are the next team to join that that trifecta. Is David Stearns. Because Not of the because, entire because organization. Because oh. the Mets are dynamic. So, you know, what's crazy? the dynamics, the dynamics of that organization will propel them. You know, it's crazy, Nick. It's like David Stearns all of a sudden comes and like he's the next thing like the next jesus christ like all right so look we got our guy like i can't be excited about getting our guy just like you're gonna be you don't know anything about him how do you know what's your guy he's our guy if if the owner of the team envisions this guy as the guy and he's proven himself to be an absolute stud in the in the front office of the brewers who have no payroll who are a uh, a low a lower tier spending team he's and proven himself to be no they don't suck they compete every year they've been in the playoffs for the last five years except for this year 
What I have mean, they done in the this playoffs? This is what I'm going to say. Right. And, and it's Central, Central on, Jimmy. On, they don't have the money to spend to They're be able to NL compete Central. in the that, The NL that, Central sucks. Them being in the NL Central has a big factor on you saying they make the playoffs and compete. Because very rarely do they make the wild card. The only time they compete is when the Cardinals suck, which was last year. So I think you're uh, you might be a little it's, too high it, on this guy right now. It's it's just crazy because like last year he's like oh Stevie Cohen's here he's he's the next you know big thing he puts together this three hundred million dollar team and what fucking happens? What happens? He got rid of. All right, let me go through the years. Let me go through the years. Okay. 2023 division win. 2022, they won 86 games and were eliminated from the playoffs. 2021, 95 wins, clinched a division. 2020, 29 and 31, they made the wild card. 2019, 89 wins, they made the wild card. What are we at? 2018, 96 and 67. They clinched the best league and the, the, the best record in the NL. They are competing every single year. And They're if you in the couple worst that. Division. <laughs> Bro, if you couple that with Steve Cohen's money, you don't think we're winning the NL wildcard then? I'm not talking about the division. I'm not talking about the Braves because I can't stand the Braves. You're saying that we can't win 95 games and win the wildcard next year? With this Steve year? Cohen's money and Stern's I mean, brain? Based off what team you had last year and you didn't even come close, it's possible that you don't. We sold at the deadline. Yeah, because you didn't our have farm a system, the deadline. Our farm system is rebuilt. Hold up. Are we you have capping on purpose right now? Am I capping? You just called like the Mets a 95-win team next year. I'm saying, like, why can't that be the vision? Why can't I say that we have our guy and that be our aspiration for 2025? Why can't that be the case? Talking about 2024. <laughs> We know you want to watch the Mets win a World Series, but it's not going to happen every year. <laughs> you don't. You do not know what it feels like. All right. We made a baseball podcast at first because we like baseball better. You've seen success. You do not know what it's like to have the sport you love and be miserable every single year except for 2006 and 2015. You don't know what it's like. Period. Clip that, post that shit on TikTok, and let us go viral. What's up? I mean, at least he has one year of that under his belt. Jesus. Jimmy I mean, has like, I, about 20, but... <laughs> I'm excited for Stearns. I think he's a good hire. Yes. Am I being a little optimistic? Sure. Uh, should I wait to see what he signs this offseason, who he signs, what acquisitions he makes, trades, etc.? Yes, I should wait. But I'm excited. Let me be Are excited, Are you going bro. to? No. No. <laughs> You're going to have all hopes and dreams until the Mets finally win a World Series. It's true. Are we making our yearly uh, World Series bet again? <laughs> you know you still owe me for that. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pull out you're gonna pull out fifty dollars <laughs> cash and hand it to your man here if you I want when it. i when i give you the ring you can give me the 50 like an exchange 
<laughs> Mazal, <laughs> baby. Mazal. Week 11. You're the boss. You're the boss. I don't know. The one who, who was it, Scantlin that dropped the uh, game winner? Oh, Sky Moore. My guess is probably four combined. I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I don't know, bro. I'm trying to figure out who number five is for me. <laughs> I uh I agree with you. Um yes, they're seven and three. I think they also got help with the refs this year a lot. Um but yeah, I mean when Kelsey's not on, the Chiefs have no offense. Patty Mahomes can't run into every play. He's just gonna throw it to people who got Bricks' hands. I will say the defense has improved a lot this year, but you can't win without an offense. And probably, and probably the worst offense he played around. Who are you rocking at number five, Jimbo? I don't even know. All right. Honorable mention, number six, Dallas. Got to go there. Dallas is, Dallas is a good team. Number six. All right, relax. They're not top five. Dallas is a good team. They're just in a tough division. Um, they're playing well. I think their differential is like something crazy over 125. Good team. Tough division? Number six. Yeah, tough division. They have one good team in that division. That's what I'm saying. Tough division. Because if they were in any other division, they'd probably be dominating. Um, anyway, uh, number five has to be the San Francisco. No, I can't go San Francisco there. Damn, this is hard. <laughs> I'm struggling. I already have my mm. whole five. <laughs> of course you do. I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going Jacksonville number five. Jacksonville Jaguars number five. AFC South leader right now. Uh, Houston's steaming behind them, but Jacksonville number five. My number four is the Detroit Lions. 
Now, the defense has been a little shaky the past few games, but, I mean, the offense is averaging almost 30 points a game. Uh, it's a very hard offense to stop. You know, I think they're close and second behind the Dolphins' offense. They just have too many weapons on offense. All right. I got at number four the San Francisco 49ers. Um, their offense is fantastic. Their defense is stout. Seven and three record. They've won two in a row. Niners, NFC West champs. Lock it in right now. Number four, Niners. Yeah, like you said. You do, know, uh, you do know they have the most points in the league, right? Or second most points in the league? It's Dolphinos. They're my, number, they're my number seven team, by the way. My number three is also the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I don't think you... I don't really agree with you when you say you need to see more from them. I think they have very much shown what they could do this year. I just don't think that uh, they're better than my top one and two teams. Don't period. I got the Lions at number three, and I'm just going to skip to number two. I got the Ravens coming in at number two. Two great teams. Um, Lions offense, great in Amonra, I trust. Three win streak right here. Um, and then with the Ravens, like you said, Lamar's balling, like Odell Beckham to uh, come back from the shoulder injury and maybe lead that wide receiver room, a little veteran presence. Um, defense is good, so I got, the, I got the Ravens at two.
So you hate everything about them, but they're your number one team. <laughs> he is not wrong. Um, I also have the 49ers, too, and the Eagles won. Um, yeah, I get the Eagles a 9-1, um, but I'm still waiting to not put them at number one. Like you said, I'm not really sold on them. Um, they're winning a lot of scrappy games. Um, I just don't think the Eagles are as good as they were last year, even though they are 9-1. Um, I think the 49ers are the best team when you know their entire roster is pretty much healthy. And I think if the 49ers play the Eagles, the Eagles will get blown out if the refs didn't help them. But I got 49ers too, and Eagles won this week. Yeah, I mean, I got the Eagles at one too. Um, this loss this week, if they had a loss to the Chiefs, would have made it a lot easier to drop them down a peg. But here we are. Best team in the league, Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Did you guys see the uh, when Patty Mahomes at the spike hit, the guy who dove in between the legs and tried intercepting it? It's fire. <laughs> That was so funny. And could you just imagine if that play actually worked? Like, how many people would start trying that now? What what a play! Like, imagine making that play and just like switching the 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 like the tides Momentum for your team. Of the game. Exactly. Incredible. Yeah, let let Jimmy have his moment because he got lucky. I really want to hear what he has to say. Listen, we're we're talking about redraft, folks. Um, all my running backs put up numbers. Tank Dell carried my team. Josh Allen's him. I smoked Nick by twenty, so or by thirteen, by whatever. Thirteen, and uh, yeah, you got a new number three team in the league. I'm looking at that that first round buy with uh with uh, you know some hunger. Nice, nice bib, nice steak knife and fork trying to eat up, trying to get to position two before the end of the playoff or before the beginning of the playoffs. So that way I can get a bye. Um, but Nick got smoked, period. So I'm going to ask you a question, which you're 100,000 percent going to cap about. But do you really think I got smoked or did you get lucky? Oh, I 100 percent got lucky. You got two, three people that almost put up 30 and then two people that put up six combined. So, yeah, I got lucky. Wow, you actually were honest. I mean, I got some I got some RBs putting up numbers. I didn't make a bad call benching Mixon. It wasn't it wasn't too bad of a call. It cost me a point. And uh yeah, I mean, I got some good wide receivers. So, just for you the record, you lost. Congratulations on the win, but uh if my team stayed healthy yesterday or Sunday, whatever day it was, you would have got smoked. I don't know, bro. I don't know. And of course, like like fantasy works, you score the second most points out of everyone in the week, and you play the guy who scores the most. Tell me about it. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll t- I'll talk about that next. John, how'd your how'd your redraft league go? I like you this week. I'm sorry. 
I like you this week against this matchup. Should we go to line by line? Are you keeping right, Stroud so got... or are you playing Herbert? All right, pal. All right, so we got Stroud against Mahomes. I like, I like Mahomes just by a little. I don't think the numbers that they're showing here projected are, are accurate. But um, running backs, you got Jameer Gibbs and B. John Robinson against Jonathan Taylor, Gus Edwards. I like both your RBs better. Got Drake London, C.D. Lamb against D-Hop and Christian Kirk. I like both your wide receivers better. Tight end, I'll give it to him with T-Hawk. Uh, you have Sam Laporta. We'll go you in the flex. You got Rashad White against, uh, what's this, Tyler Boyd. That's a win for you. Kickers, defense don't matter, as we know in fantasy. That's a lot of points towards towards uh, Obi-Jan Kenobi. So I'm rooting for, for John this week, period. Jimmy, you're in a tough Let's talk about against, uh, Ryan. Just listen, bro. That's that's dubs. Put some dubs in the chat for me. I'm going on a run here. Um, uh, I like my quarterback better. I like his running backs way better. <laughs> 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 I like my wide receivers way better, especially if uh, if JJ comes back this week. Not not likely though. Not likely. Bro, heard, let me uh, get let me get hot at the right time, fam. I was talking to one of my friends who's a Vikings fan over the weekend, and he was telling me that if JJ doesn't play this weekend, he thinks he's done for the year. No, he's coming back after the bye. They're winning. They just lost. Oh, but they've been winning. They're five and five. Six and five. I don't know. They're six and five playing with the backup QB. They can make a run at the at the wild card, bro. They they gotta play. Let me see. I mean, they make I'm the just telling you from what I heard from a fan of the team. I'm not saying the fans right, but. This week they play Chicago. They'd be the seventh seed if the if the season ended right now. Anyway, um, I hope he comes back because if he doesn't, <clears throat> I got an issue. I don't think it's as big as you. <laughs> I mean, think. no, it's not that big. But I mean, JJ, I, I like I like Kyron Williams coming back for me in the running back position this week. Like JJ coming back for me in two weeks, uh, that that definitely helps my chances. Um, let's talk about dynasty though. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, you guys both lost, right? You're tanking, full on embrace the tank, not adding. Okay, I'm competing. I had a matchup against the number uh, seven team. I was in the sixth place. Uh, I lost by one dot oh six one point. Six hundredths of a point. Um, devastating. Needed uh, essentially just needed Isaiah Pacheco to catch one more ball, and I would have been all right. But I lost. I'm in the eighth seed now, but I'm I'm still knocking on the playoffs, bro. I'm still messaging people looking to add. Nobody's answering me. So this is where we are. I got a Monra. You can't. You lost. He didn't even have a kicker. Yeah, well, that's not on me. He should have put a kicker in. He would have <laughs> only got two points there. 
Gotta pick someone up. Yeah, I will because it affects me. Because if you're gonna just throw the rest of the year when you're supposed to win two out of the next three games, you get the 103. Where I'm gonna put out my best lineup and lose the next three and not get the 104. Okay, so if that's the case, then I just wouldn't start any of my players. Mm. But you were complaining about everyone else doing it. So why do you why do you get to do it? No one else did it this last week, though. I don't think that is fair. Jack doesn't have a running back. Okay, look yeah, at his team. Who do you want him could, to put in? He could go on waivers and be active. He is purposely 0-11. if he puts an active player in, he's not going to get that many points. He put up 101, Bro. 103, and lost by 20. You let me know which running back on the waiver is going to put up 20 points. Nobody, but, but like, he could make some effort. Okay, so then that's when you have to just keep necking him and then start taking stuff away. You can't just, you can't settle down to their level of fantasy and just be like, all right, well, if I want to lose, I'm going to just not start adding good players. Okay. I don't know, bro. The, the I, reason I think I'm saying this is, little... I, I'm going to cut you off. The reason I'm saying this is because you can't go 11 weeks telling people to do it, and then all of a sudden you do it. That's not right. I mean, I would too, because his team is dog shit no matter who he puts in. But why are his prices so high? Well, that is a question that only he can answer. Like... I asked about Kyler Murray, right? He has Kyler Murray. Yeah, he's got Kyler what, Murray sitting on the bench. What I asked what he cost. He goes, I want at least two first round picks for Kyler freaking Murray in Dynasty. What? A 26 year old Literally. quarterback coming off an ACL? No, but like, make that make sense. Two first round picks plus. Sorry, nope. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. But. When it comes down to he's not trading. players, you can't change. He's not their trading mind. them to to get anybody. Like he's not he's not acquiring anybody. Thanks for your donation, yeah. pal. I mean, I don't get what he's trying to do because ever since I traded Josh Allen for him, he his team's not going to be good ever. Yeah, he he was probably going to get the one on one for the next three years, but I don't think that's going to be that good. He's got to sell some of these quarterbacks for uh, market value. That'd be nice because I, I, I'd take Kyler Murray. What's your uh, realistic trade for Kyler Murray? I think I said like a first. I'd, I sent him, I'd send him one first. Get it done. If I had him this week, I probably would have won. Well, I'm going to do whatever you do. John, don't. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. If I had if I had Kyler, I would have won. So kick him out the league. So revoke his pick. I'll back you, bro. Don't worry. Tell him he can't pick. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. He's starting. He started. These are his running backs, folks. Pierre Strong from the the Browns. He had one carry and one catch. Michael Carter for the Jets. He wasn't even active. Those were his starting running backs. I mean, he can uh, drop people. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that. I mean, he did start the most projected receivers. Uh, yeah, I looked. 8.32 is the highest one on the bench. And the lowest one in projected starter was 8.48. I mean, uh, 9.20, Crazy. I mean, oh, I bro, you go you... in with your with your privilege and then this guy not even yeah he's not even looking on the wire there's not even three running backs on his team i think he only has three well one's on ir i mean it's only tuesday i didn't set up his lineup i mean if i didn't look at it today i wouldn't have set my lineup I mean, I, I don't know. Listen, you either do that and I do it with you, or you have to uh, enforce a heavily rule that me and Jimmy are going to back you on. Yeah, man. I don't even have my picks, so I'm putting my best lineup out there. Yeah, but I mean, even if you did have your pick, you still would do the same. I put the best lineup out there, yeah, because I, I don't give up. Yeah, bro, because it's wrong. I mean, I'm putting the best lineup out there. It's just you also have a very bad ending of the schedule. Yeah, I haven't played any of those scrubs. Because I have the most points. I have the most points scored in this league. I have the most out of everybody. And I am in eighth place. Make that make sense. That's 14. I, I have, I have nine more. Most, I have the third least. Third least. And you're and where are you? Spot nine. nine right behind <laughs> me. Meanwhile, oh, meanwhile, no, Joe has meanwhile, Joe has a negative point differential and is in fifth. Like, like, figure that out. I have 200 more points than the guy in fifth. All right, I'm done. I'm done ranting. We've been on. We've been on this for an hour. We had some good topics today, but uh, I think Nick's gonna take us home today. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you heard uh, GM Johnny Wags talk about baseball. You heard us rant about our fantasy teams and what we're trying to do for the next three weeks. Let Jonathan know in the comments and what he should do. And uh, you guys will listen to us next week. Have a great week, and we will talk to you later. Peace.